okay. All right. I was not connected to the audio, you know, version. Like I said, I've been working on this since yesterday. In fact, I slept so late yesterday trying to see how to, you know, put this thing together. You know, but yes, we thank God. You know, in in every uh, 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 beginning, there is always that learning curve. So this is basically a learning curve for me, and we we we, we, we get to we, we we get we get used to it, and of course we'll get it perfected. So if, if I'm not sounding too well or it's not looking too okay, uh, we, will, we will sort it out. But thank you, anyone that is joining us this morning. All right, we believe in God for you know a, a, a great things. What what we're trying to do, of course, is to create a better platform, a bigger platform where the 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 truth heaven has given to us, Amen, can be projected out there, can be you know a, a release. The Bible says the knowledge of His glory, Amen, will cover the earth, even as the water covers the sea. I believe strongly in that. Those are some of the key words that we are using, Amen, to run and to advance the the, the intentions of God, Amen. God's prophetic counsel will stand, Amen. We like it or not, His will, Amen, will will continue to advance the nations, the systems that have been put in place to frustrate or hinder the counsels of God, amen, will not prevail. Yes, God's will will stand. And as long as he finds a people that are willing, that are ready, that are available, amen, that understand, amen, his heart, his will will continue to prosper. And guess what? If we decide not to, amen, uh, uh, avail ourselves, the Bible says the stones will cry out. Think about that. It says the stones will cry out. I mean, we don't want to live in a deal where uh, we've been replaced. And I've seen, you know, in my own life, amen, uh, when God called me into, you know, uh, in, into ministry and, of course, changing the seasons that, you know, I, there was a, a kind of a lingering moment in my life. And suddenly you begin to hear other people, all right, basically almost like declaring and saying the same thing that, you know, the Lord has dropped in your spirit. So uh, that, that tells me that we are replaceable. We are replaceable. We must never get to a point where we begin to think, well, yeah, nobody can do it better than me. No, no one has this revelation. No one can, no one touches these things. You'd be surprised. So it's an honor, it's a privilege, amen, to be to be available, to be used of God, amen, to be a, a sounding board, to be an instrument, to be a voice, amen, to 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 be positioned in a in a way where you, you are able to hear what the Lord is saying, not just to a particular you know, person or to a particular group, but to the nations, amen, to a generation. I think that is something, amen, that you know, will always humble me, amen, and I thank God for that, uh, you know, in the past a few weeks, I've had people, you know, calling and even, you know, uh, uh, you know, platforms, all right, that host, you know, other, you know, uh, um, podcast, you know, things, you know, wanting to uh, connect with me and asking questions, all right? Yes, and so many things like that. But yes, we thank God for the kind of things the Lord, amen, has allowed us to 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 step into and to handle. And we want to do better, all right, next year. This is not the time for me to talk about next year. Hopefully, I'll do that soon. But uh, we, we are already creating an image, a picture, amen. We, we, we are moving to us, amen, a set goal that is defined by 
the Father that is defined by God. And that's why, you know, we've been doing this uh, teaching on uh, 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 leading forward. Leading forward is not just about, you know, the idea of leadership as we know it. No, this is something way beyond, bigger than, you know, just teaching on leadership, all right? We're talking about, amen, partnering with God, understanding his heart, his mind, his prophetic program, amen, for our day. And therefore, you know, partnering, partnering with that and moving towards that future, amen. There's a designate, designated future. I was listening to the book of Isaiah again this morning just to kind of rehearse and refresh my spirit, amen, on what the spirit of God is doing. And when you read the book of Isaiah chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4, chapter 5, you get a clear picture, amen, of where we are, amen, what the Lord is doing within his church, amen, and where he's leading us, amen, as he deals with a rebellious society, as he deals with an uh, idolatrous society. And, uh, you know, the days of Isaiah, amen, are not different from the days that we live in. They're not different, right? It's, uh, it's amazing that many of the things that we are fa facing, fighting, going through right now are things that people have faced in the past, all right? It, it, it may be a bit different, but the they, they, they structure are the same they, 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 because it's the same devil that you're dealing with. It's the same devil. His strict, amen, has not changed. He, amen. His plans has not changed. He has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And whichever way he, he will, amen, exhibit that mission, because that's his mission, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The devil's mission is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He would do that from an individual level. He would do it from, you know, a, a family unit level. He would do it, amen, from from a societal, you know, a, a nation, city, amen, you know, concept. If we allow him, he will steal, he will kill, and he will destroy, all right? So we, we, we need to understand what the Lord, amen, is, is doing in our day and in our time. So when we look into the Word of God, the Word of God gives us a pattern, gives us, amen, a standing, gives us a direction, if you will, gives us a, 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 a sense of connection, and we, we can see those, amen, who, who went through what we're going through and how how they over how they overcame amen so we 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 have amen advantage and and that's a beautiful thing that i really amen, want to you know thank god for that he has given us the sight to see all right that we are not in some limbo we are not confused amen we are not you know disenfranchised we're not disadvantaged friends Right? We, we have the word of God. The word of God is our mirror. The word of God, amen, is our blueprint. The word of God is our standard. And as we continue to look into this perfect law of liberty, that we will not be bound and will not be captured by the spirit of fear. So we are tracking the mind of God, the heart of God, amen. We're tracking, amen, the kind of, you know, humanity, if you will, the kind of humanity that, that, must, that must wrap our spirituality or say the kind of spirituality that must, you know, wrap our humanity such that we are able, amen, to, to carry out the intentions of God. And that is very clear. The Bible talk about, amen, the man of the earth. And then the scripture also talk about the man of heaven heaven, all right? And Jesus lived within the order of the two, amen? He came as a man of heaven to the earth, amen, and showed us how to live life, amen? He revealed to us what humanity is, what it means to live in accordance to heaven's divine standard. That was the, you know, uh, intention of God for, you know, for the first man, but he, he failed, amen? He failed, and that, that residue of failure, we can still see today, amen, panning out in the life of, you know, millions of people. People are still trying to do their own thing because they are listening to the devil. Whenever we listen to the devil, amen, we fall. 
We abdicate our position and responsibility. Amen. We lose God. Amen. We lose our sense of sanity. Whenever we allow the enemy to come and whisper to our ears. Amen. Yes. We become people of, you know, no, no sense. We, we lose knowledge. We lose our sense of life. We lose, we lose our sense of love and passion. We lose our sense, amen, of becoming, you know, a, you know, a, a father, a, you know, a mother, amen, a man or a woman, amen. All the things that is happening today in the world, amen, is because the enemy has whispered to people. The devil can whisper to, you know, people in high position, in leadership position, amen, yes, and they will do crazy things, things that they themselves would never have believed that they could do, amen, yes, they will be so disappointed in themselves. So it's important that we understand, all right, that uh, one of the things God is calling us into is how to turn away Amen. From the enemy. There's an enemy out there. And we have to walk in that consciousness. There's an enemy who is forever seeking a way to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Amen. God's intentions for our life. So, uh, particularly in times like this where, you know, it's festive time, all kinds of things are going to be happening, all right? In the midst of all of this, we need to sit down, amen, in the rest of God and hear God and listen, amen, and, and, and know that we are called, amen, to represent, know that we are called, amen, to go on behalf of. So, we cannot afford, afford to go into a frivolous mindset, all right, just because we're in December and just decide to do things and throw caution to the air and just because anything. No, we have to maintain our, our focus. We have to maintain our stand. Amen. We are leaders and we are preparing the ground. Amen. Not just to lead, but to bring the people out of bondage, out of servitude, out of, amen, you know, the, the, the lies of the enemy, whatever chains, amen, that are bound people, we want to set them free. So what we are dealing with, amen, will allow us to, to lay the foundation or will allow God to lay, amen, the foundation, amen, of, of moving forward into us, towards the future, towards, amen, that, that, that end uh, that he has ordained. There's an end that we're moving towards, amen, and to get to that end, we have to develop a leadership spirit. We have to develop a visionary spirit. We have to develop, amen, a prophetic culture. We have to develop, amen, a strong governmental apostolic spirit, these are not just, you know, fine, you know, religious terminologies. No, these are positions that we must exhibit if we are going to deal with the systemic satanic activity out there. So the things that we are teaching and we're talking about are very relevant. They are, they are, they are, they are things that is required. They, these are garments we must wear. This, these are, these are, you know, realities that must become the template of our thinking. Yes. Hopefully this morning I'm going to be sharing, you know, uh, uh, like I said, I'm not going to take our time because I'm still testing this uh, uh, whole, you know, platform. But there's something I want to really bring to our attention. You know, uh, uh, if you have been following, you know, the, the, the series that we, we've been doing on this uh, leading forward, I mean, the material, the, the, the declaration is amazing. The things, the spirit of God, I mean, I listen to them. Of course, when I'm done, I listen to them. Like I always say, I'm the best listener of my own messages because I know I'm just a vessel. I'm just a vessel. I, I, I'm just a vessel. So what, whatever God used me, amen, 
to say, I go back, amen, to feed on them. That's how I grow. That's how, in, and that's why I believe in the message God has given to me. It's not just because I'm the one preaching it or teaching it. It's because I know, I know that I am called of God, amen. Uh, and that means that there's a grace, there's a special grace, amen, upon my life, all right, that God utilizes, all right, that when I, I step into that office, all right, and begin to speak, I also need to step back and listen to myself and watch myself. I get wow by the things amen, that I say like, whoa, did, did I say that? Of course I know I'm not the one that said it. I'm just a vessel. All right? If you avail yourself, if a donkey avails himself, amen, God uses a donkey. That's why God says, if you refuse to avail yourself, I will raise the mountains. They will cry out. Yes. The mountains will cry out. So we want to avail ourselves, amen? We want to avail ourselves to what God is doing, to what the Spirit of God is emphasizing in the season. And as we do that, amen, we will continue, amen, to hear. Hearing God, amen, uh, in levels, yes. As we move in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the higher ladder of the Spirit, as we continue to climb and ascend the heel of the Lord, amen, we will have a clearer and a better, a more profound, amen, you know, reality of the, of the voice of God, of the mind of God. We have to be persuaded, amen, that the things the Spirit of God is saying in this season and time, amen, are the things that we need to hear. And like I said, uh, uh, there's a there's a word that God has given to me that uh, you know I've been writing, I've been working on that because you know some sometimes the Lord speaks to me, but He wants to speak through writing, and, and I understand that. Like I always say, my writing, you know, ministry is totally different from my preaching and teaching ministry. When I, the way I teach and you know uh, the way I teach when I write is totally different from the way you know I broadcast. Uh, but I, I I just give thanks to God now. A couple of things like, like, that I, I quickly want to, you know, maybe kind of recap, bring to our understanding again. And I think that may just give us some perspective. Now, I, I said to lead, for, to lead forward, you need more than just vision. All right. To lead forward, we need more than just vision. We need to keenly understand the dynamism of a visionary spirit. If you're going to lead forward, you need, you need more than just, oh, I've got a vision. Yes, it's important to have a vision. But first of all, we also need to understand that God is the one, amen, that has sourced that vision. God is the one that has impregnated us with the vision. You know, that's why I, I made a statement, you know, at the early stage of this teaching. I said, we don't need to live in fear because whatever God, amen, is doing, is doing through us, all right? God's eternal purposes and counsel, God's prophetic, you know, you know, desire for the future are impregnated in people. Are impregnated in people. People are carrier, amen, of God's prophetic program. The things of God don't just happen in some, in some, you know, in some blue, in some air somewhere, all right? Nations are people, hallelujah. Nations are people. The, 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 the church, amen, are people. Governments are people, amen. Whatever God wants to do within the nation, within a society, amen, uh, within the generation must be carried by people. So people, amen, are, are key to the prophetic program of God. Now, and, and this is one of the reasons why God, you know, created two human beings, all right? The first human he created, amen, he gave him a seed. The second human he created, amen, he gave him a womb. 
The reason for that is that the, the seed of God, which, which, which carries the, the counsels of God, the purposes of God, the intentions of God, amen, are impregnated. If you look at, if you read the book of, you know, a revelation, the Bible says the devil, amen, yes, the dragon came for the woman. Why? Because she was, uh, she, she's pregnant with what? With the man child. Because she's pregnant with a man child. So you see, the devil is not after the world. The devil is after people. He's after people. And this is why I say, you know, when we understand, because that, that order, amen, was stolen by the devil. That's God's, that's God's standard. Whenever God wants, look at what God is using. I'll get, use myself as an example. Yes, I can do that. All right? There are things God has spoken to me, you know, in, 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 you know invested in my spirit about this nation. So it took me out of where I was, my, out of my comfort zone, out of, you know, you know uh, my family, the place I love. I know, yes, it's the, it's the concept of Abraham, leave your father's house <laughs> to a land I'm going to. There's something he wants to do in that land that is futuristic. But that future is impregnated, is implanted in a man called Abraham. And as Abraham journeyed with God, God's prophetic program, amen, began to what? Unfold. Listen to this. 2022 is a seed implanted in people. The good, the bad, and the ugly that will happen, amen, in the coming year are already carried. They are seed carried by people. <laughs> this is not just something that is just going to happen, boom, somewhere. No, you've got to understand this. And this is why the way we look at ourselves, the way we interact with people, the way we deal with people must be very, very, amen, you know, prophetic, meaning that we have to have sight. Look at God's program for the redemption of man was carried by a young, a young lady called Mary. Who would have thought? Mary in our wildest imagination would never have thought that, you know, she could, she, she could carry the seed of human redemption. Think about that. I need to get another earphone. You get the point that I'm making. I, I, I'm just sharing things with us that we, 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 people talk about vision, but they really do not understand what that means. You know, I used, I used to tell people, you can do everything. You can take everything I have. You, you know, you, you can destroy everything around me. But I'll reproduce those things again. Because those things are the extension, amen, of the seed that I carry. Your environment, who you are, amen, are the extension of the seed of the life in you. You can't, as long as you cannot destroy me, amen, you cannot stop me. You can't stop me. No matter what you do, amen. That's why I'm not moved. You see, people who focus on, well, I don't have this. I don't have that. You see, because uh, I'm going through this. That's why I cannot do that. No, you still do not understand. You see, you are the highest resource that you need, amen. <laughs> maybe, I should, maybe I should rephrase this, amen. The condition of your spirit in understanding, amen. God's plan for your life is the highest resource, is the highest truth you need to have. In order to achieve God's counsel for your life. It's not about where you are. It's not about the size of the place that you are. 
It's not about amen. The 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 availability of financial resource around you that will come. If you know who you are, what you carry, what the Spirit of God has invested in you, you see, that's what I call leadership spirit. Leadership spirit is not somebody giving you a portfolio. It's the first. It's it's is a point that you understand. You understand, amen, that you carry something that is heavenly. You see, vision is heavenly. It's a heavenly assignment that must be fulfilled in the earth realm. Vision is a heavenly mandate. It's a heavenly assignment that must be executed in the earthly realm. You know, like I know, that the earth will always surrender and submit to heaven regardless of how the earth, you know, struggle. <laughs> what is above, amen, yes, is always above the earthly realm. What is above is always stronger, amen, than that which governs the earth. That which is spiritual overrules and overrides. That which is spiritual governs that which is physical. The physical is subject to the spiritual. You see, that's why the enemy doesn't really want you to know a lot about your spiritual state. Man is so ignorant that man doesn't know himself. I made a statement yesterday. Robots are trying to become men. Men are becoming robots. Humans are becoming robots. Now, robots are being programmed to learn the ways of man. But man, man in their foolishness, in their you know, God says, who, who is blind but my servant? When we allow our environment to define and to determine how we respond to life, to situations that are temporal, it shows how ignorant, it shows how limited we are. When God infuses a seed in you, that's, that's divine, that's heavenly. And he says, go. Everything you need to fulfill, to achieve, amen, what God has called you to fulfill is in you. As you grow and respond in the spirit to the desires of God, God, amen, will be attracting, God will be, God will be releasing that divine attraction. If it's money that you need, at the due time, it will come. If it's people that you need to do X, Y, Z, at the due time, it will come. You know this platform that I, I you know, I, I we're using now. I, I give you the testimony of this. Three days ago, I woke up in the morning. I saw a seed in my account. A brother saw a seed into my account. And as I looked at this money, three thousand, three thousand rand. The Lord said to me. That is the amount you need to get that studio, to get that you know, online studio that you, you've been trying to get. That's the exact amount. So, because I, I've been thinking of so many things I want to do with the money. Oh, I'm going to use it to buy cement because we're still, we're still building. The project is still on. So I'm thinking of all of that. And the Lord said, no, no, no. That money that has been sown into your account, that is for the payment, one year payment of that platform. I said, okay, Lord, I hear you. Thank you, sir. What am I saying? What am I saying? 
God will provide for you. You just remain obedient. You just continue to walk in obedience to his voice, to his word, to his mind. You see, I've got, a need, I've got needs around me, but I don't think about them. That's the truth. I didn't think about them to the point that they begin to bother me. You see, because once you allow your need to start bothering you, it means that you have shifted off amen, the path of the spirit. Needs we we'll always have till Jesus come. <laughs> needs, we'll, is it, as you advance, 2022 we come with bigger needs. But that doesn't mean that amen, the Lord has not solved those needs, have not met those needs. They've just not materialized. Simple. Simple. Are you getting my, Are you getting the point? Is somebody following me? I know about, about four, three people watching. It's just that those things have not material. You, you cannot live in the realm of material. If you live in the realm of material, you're blind. You're captured. The spirit of the age will capture you. You have to constantly live, amen, as a spirit being. The Bible says, for we serve a God that calls the things that be not as though they were. Faith is the substance of the things we do not see. You've got to live in the realm of faith. It's the substance. It's a substance, but you can't see. But it is the evidence of the things. It's the substance of things. You're for the evidence of the things you do not see. That's faith. Faith is not claiming it. It's not claiming it. It's not, faith is, oh, oh no, 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 no. Faith is living in the realm of the unseen. Because whatever, you see, whatever you have come to understand in the unseen realm, you can make it happen in, this, in, this, in, the, in the human realm, in the natural realm. The world that we live in today are governed by spiritual people. Either positive or negative. The world that we live in today are, are governed, amen, are, are led by, you know, spiritual people. Spirituality does not always mean that, you know, it's positive. Satan, amen, and his courts are spirits. So there's a spiritual world, you see. Are you getting the point of how I'm looking at the concept of leadership in connection to vision? Because if you don't have a sense that you are ready in tomorrow, that's what I'm trying to explain, that you are ready in tomorrow, all right? That 2022 is already in you. That 2025 is in you, amen. That 2026 is in you, all right? What's unique about 2025, 2026, 2022 in you? Because there is a seed, amen, God has implanted in you that must materialize, that must come to maturation in 2027. So why would you die before your seed come to maturation? You know why amen, Paul was able to move and do things and go to places that, I mean, places that they told him, if you go there, they want to kill you. They, they're trying to kill you. <laughs> he knew God have already spoken. You see, all of the things that Brother Paul was doing, amen, to the point that at, as, as a point, they beat him and stoned him almost to death. The Bible says he got up, he went back into the city again, said, this guy is crazy. You see, he's living under the authority, amen, of a driven vision. When you are captured, when, when the vision of God, amen, becomes a part and parcel of your life when you are 
overwhelmed. Amen. You are persuaded. You've come to understand that your life is mandated by a vision. There's no Jupiter. There's no devil. There is, there is nothing that man will create or invent that can stop you. Because you see, God watches over his investment in our life. I told you, the, the doctor told me, in the next two years, I'll lose my sight. That's what the doctor said, a, a specialist. I've been seeing him. So in the next two years, if, if a miracle doesn't happen, if I don't, I'm going to lose my sight. I said, well, thank you. That's your, that's your opinion. That's your professional opinion. I appreciate it. But I know a God. <laughs> I know a physician. Who created me? Who gave me a vision? You see, the vision sustained my vision. You see, you have to be living in that constancy of faith. Never you get to the point in your life where you're no longer driven by faith, where you're driven, amen, by, you know, your bank statement. You're driven by, you know, what the bank is saying. Oh, listen, you, you cannot be living from that order of life. You will, you will die before your time. <laughs> That's the system of the world. It wants to kill you before your time. Do you have a vision? Is the vision heavenly? Or is your definition of vision an idea you borrow? <laughs> That's why the most important thing in the life of a person, before you become anything, before you do anything, in fact, many of us start life on a wrong foot. You start first by, you know, going for a career. Did God sanction that career? That's why when you get to a certain point, you need to go back to God and say, God, um, is, this the, is this your plan for my life? Because I don't want to live a wasted life. You see, I'm so fulfilled doing what God has called me to do. This is the best place I know God wants me to be. I'm doing the best thing the Lord has ordained for my life. You know, many a times when I finish, you know, writing, and I maybe write an article, I finish, I feel fulfilled. I feel satisfied. Like this material that I'm putting together, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Oh God, I feel so fulfilled. I feel, yes. Lord, I'm, I'm doing what you will have me do. I'm bringing a word that is going to encourage, that is going to motivate, that is going to maybe disrupt, you know, realign somebody's life back to the place. Because, you see, my call is to give perspective, prophetic perspective to the church, to the, to the body of Christ, so we can effectively do what God will have us do, amen, within the nations. I don't want to waste my time. I don't have a time to waste, to waste doing things that God has not called me to. There are many things I can do that heaven has not sanctioned. You see, I always, I, 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 I always do and I only do the things that enhances that one thing that God has called me to do. Wherever you see me invest, whatever you see me do, look around. There must be, amen, that thing must be connecting to the greater purposes of God for my life. 
including the clothes that I wear, the shoes that I buy. Amen. I, I don't buy anything that is not aligned to enhancing my mind, my assignment. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. Everything, everything you see me buy or wear. I don't do things because, oh, <laughs> let me just do it. You know, I, I don't need to impress nobody. This morning I was just sitting outside, early hours in the morning, just sitting outside and just reminiscing, just thinking and just loving my father. And it's like he says, look around you. So I looked around. I looked to my, to my, to my right, my neighbor, the next house after us. She's passed on, COVID-19. If I looked on this side, so many people. They had COVID-19. God helped them. God saved them. If I looked around my estate here, there are few people that have died of COVID-19. Now look at, look at people that I know. The brother Derek's of this world, Sister Dioni today, people that were very close to me, <clears throat> they are all gone. You can't, you can't wake up in such a reality and be cocky and be heady. And think, oh yeah, hallelujah, yes, it's Christmas. No, you come into sobriety. You come into a day of, of, of awe. You come into a day of sacredness. You are waking into something. That if God gives you life, if you're still breathing, it's because God has a mandate, a purpose for your life. That's not the time to be running around. I'm not saying don't enjoy yourself. I'm not saying don't have a wonderful holiday. I want you to have a wonderful holiday. But do it within the context, amen, of a prophetic vision. Going to be raising children within the, the society that is anti-children. We live in a society that is anti, anti-children, wants to destroy the children. They, are, they want to reduce the population. They're doing all kinds of crazy things. That's the world we live in. How do you raise the children? You see, when you do that, the, 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 when you live in that kind of a, an, an environment, the sense of being driven by materialism should fly away. Should fly away. You do things because you want to live prophetic legacy you want to leave something you, you you want to you want amen you want to write something on the shores of time you want people to see that hey isaiah phillips pass this path and kumisa pass this path <clears throat> it's time to mature it's time to grow it's time to develop it's time to become what the Lord will have us become. And that requires a sense of accountability, a sense of stewardship. That requires a sense of responsibility. These are the heart and the core of leadership. Leadership, like I say, is not doing something we can do something for various reasons. 
We can want to do things because we are insecure. People, people take the position of leadership because they are seeking all right, to control others. They, they want to be in charge. They want to lord it over all. That's how, amen, they, they can prove that there's somebody in life. Like I said yesterday, there are a lot of people that they, they can't live outside an environment where there are no friends around. There are no people around. They must just, you know, yes, being charged. Be, be, yes, uh, like now, you know, you, you're going to see a lot of families. You're going to see a manifestation. You're going to see a manifestation, amen, of insecurity in a lot of families. Yes, you know that auntie that wants to be in charge. You know that uncle that wants to be in control. Yeah, it's Christmas. Now, he, he's not seen everybody in Christmas. It's before Christmas. He's not seen everybody. She's not seen everybody, amen, uh, uh, you know, through the year, through the through the year, or maybe years. But everybody's coming together, amen. Yes, it's a family, it's a family get together. Now they want to exercise their authority over every. That's why at the end of the day, most Christmas gathering, family Christmas gathering, end up, amen, in quarrel. You will say, I say so. Because somebody wants to lord it over others. Because somebody, amen, is not willing to listen. What's your story? Tell me, what's your story? What's your journey? No. Because they have a little change. They have little money. Every family has got it. I've got it in my own family. That's why I don't bother about them. No, I don't. I don't have the time, amen, to be proven to a family that I, I've also arrived. A lot of people today, this Christmas, you see, they're going to be planning to go prove a point to their family. Yes. I'm going to prove a point. Who's, who are you trying to prove to? Jesus is our pattern. What are you trying to prove? You carry a seed within a family. God finds a, a, a person that he can, he can infuse a seed that will change, transform society. Now you allow one uncle, one auntie, amen, to cage you. Wash you down. They tell you you are, you, are, you are nothing. You, what have you been doing all these years? You're trying to prove a point to go and prove a point to them. Go to the village. Go to God knows where to go to prove a point to somebody. Some people, you know, as they are going because they are not led by the spirits, they would have died on the road. Accidents, particularly in South Africa. Many people traveling, going to Mpumalanga, going to God knows where. You see how people die like chicken on the road. The beginning of December, but there was an accident. Forty people died. That's how they die every year. Before you get there, they've already used you, use your blood as a, as a covenant. Yes. Oh, people don't like what I'm talking about this morning, but this is the truth. You see, that's why I'm Isaiah Phillips. That's why that's why I speak as a prophet of the Lord. Amen. I've got a heart of love and compassion, but we say things that people don't want you to hear. If you're, if you're traveling, you better be sure that the Lord, amen, has sanctioned that trip. Because you carry, you carry vision. You carry vision. So when you carry vision, you don't, you don't just go everywhere. You don't do everything. You, know, you, you, don't, you don't just appear everywhere. When you carry destiny, you don't just, you know, you don't globetrap the world. Hey, I'm just traveling. No, no. Did God send you? Because vision must be mandating you in the direction that, you, that you're going, that you're moving. And therefore, God protects you. If, if God says go, because there's a plan, because there's something. You see, God, God doesn't do anything and he will not allow us to do anything 
without amen, a bigger objective. So you're going home to celebrate Christmas. You better have a bigger objective. You better believe that God maybe wants you to preach to somebody, get somebody saved. Amen. Pray. Go pull down. Amen. Yes, those altars in your father's house. Yeah? But if you're just going on holiday to go prove that your money have arrived, you 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 also have a point. <laughs> because you know, you know, you, you come on, if particularly from if if you're from, from Africa, we like to go push, prove a point to show, yes, you see, me too, I've arrived, I, I've done something. <laughs> your my latest car. This is my I've just bought a car. You you make sure that you buy that car in December, yes, just to go show them. <laughs> That's not leadership. You see, you've got to wake up. You've got to understand that there's a sense of destiny that you carry. Don't put all your family in a car. Say you're going somewhere only for an accident to happen on the road. You become foolish because you cannot see. You don't have an understanding of the intentions of God. We live at the brink, hallelujah, of a new day. And people who must step into this new day, amen, must be people whose sight are calibrated. Whose sight are calibrated. Who understand that the Lord is their shepherd. Who understand that the Lord, if, if, if the Lord is not on your side, every other thing you're doing, I'm telling you, is waste. The point you're trying to prove, amen, will boomerang. I don't live for any other person than for God. As I live for him, he directs, he directs my life. This is where I want you to go. That's what I want you to do. And as you, as you flow in the direction of the Lord, you find rest and peace for your soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. So though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, <laughs> I fear no evil. <laughs> Why? The Lord is with me. But if he's not the one leading you and you're walking through the valley, valley of the shadow of death, you better be afraid because there's a devil waiting for you. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. What am I doing? I'm just... Basically recalibrating your vision. Vision is the progressive order. Listen to this. When we define vision from an ascended and advanced realm, this is how we define it. Vision, the progressive order and the arrangement of heaven's intention for our lives. So vision is not just about what you're going to do or what you're going to be become. Vision is a progressive unfolding value system. It's the unfolding value system. Sometimes a vision wants you to go via a path that you don't want to. Vision is not just about getting there and doing something. No, 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 no. The process you follow is all heavenly ordained. Every period in time of your, of your life, amen, is part of the fulfillment of the vision. Remember, in the, in, the, in, the, in the things of God, amen, the end does not justify the means. Rather, the means justifies the end. Yes. 
That's why, amen, uh, 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 John, amen, was sent to what? To prepare the way. There's a way that must be prepared. There's need be that I go through Samaria. Go to Tarsus. And then they send him to Nineveh. He decide to go to Tarsus. You see, when we, when we miss the roots, the program, the plan, the unfolding seasons, and the roots of God for our life to take to the point and place of, of fulfilling something, we miss the whole program of God. Jesus could have spent, you know, 50 years on earth. Amen. He could have spent, you know, uh, uh, you know, 90 days on earth. He could have spent, you know, 90 years on earth. Why did he have to spend, amen, three and a half years? Because God's program for, for his life, amen, are established between three and a half years. But he had to grow. Twelve, at, at the age 12, we saw he was already aware of God's plan for his life. And then we saw his, his, his earthly prayer and rebuke him and say, hey, you come back here. Come and, come and learn certain things. The next 18, 16 years of his life, we heard nothing. Amen. Yes. Because he was learning things that will allow him, amen, to walk in the arrangement of God's order for his life. It's important that we understand this. So I said, Vision, the operating, the, the, the operating uh, uh, design or the progressive order, amen, and the, uh, of, of, of the, the progressive order and the arrangement of heaven's intention for our life. It's a powerful prophetic tool, amen, in the development of the right sight, vision. Vision itself is not just about what you see. And it's not just about how you see. Amen. It is a tool. It's a prophetic tool that allows us, amen, to comply in obedience to God's unfolding program for our life. That's why every prophet, before they send them out, they ask them the question, what do you see? <laughs> What do you see? When you look at your environment today as a believer, what do you see? When you look at your home, your family, what do you see? You see, how you see speaks directly to, amen, how you connect with heavenly things. We can look at the world today and be seeing doom and gloom and COVID-19, I, 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 I said it, was it two days ago? I said, there's a world beyond COVID-19. There's a world beyond, uh, you know, uh, the coronavirus and this present one, amen, Omicron. There's a world, there's a world beyond, amen, the, the, the fear and the limitations. If you want to know, amen, what is next, read the word of God. If you want to know the next unfolding reality for humanity read the scripture read the book of isaiah he saw the end in that day at the end amen the mountain of what 
of the house of the Lord will be established. Hallelujah. The mountain of the house of the Lord will be established. That's what we are doing. We are seeking to establish. Of course, as we follow the direction of the Spirit, we are seeking to establish, amen, the temple of the house of the Lord, of the mountain of God. As the chief mountain, remember I told you, everything that God, God does, amen, are hidden, are invested within man. So there is something God, amen, is seeking to manifest through your life for the world to see. And it's important that you are aware of that. Because that is what will regulate your entire life. There are people living life without a sense of vision. Without a sense of direction. Without a sense of purpose. You see, purpose is a manifestation of your vision. Purpose, amen, is the, 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 the unfolding periods of the fulfillment or the final fulfillment of a vision. Your purpose is not your vision. Your vision is what gives your purpose direction or directives. Amen. The vision. The, the, the vision is the end. Purpose is the process of reaching that end. Purpose is the root. You've got to find purpose. Amen. You've got to define the purpose of God for everything that you go through. They say our light affliction, they are working for us. The trials that we are facing, they are light. They are work, work, they, they had to come to that understanding that the pain, the rejection, the frustration, the challenge. You see, people challenge your, your position. I mean, I, I grew, live life. Amen. Even when I came to this country, people challenge my position. Challenge my, my authority challenged my, my validity as, you know, as, a, as one sense. It was challenged. Both by people close to you and those that are far off. People will look at all kinds of things, amen, to, 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 to disqualify you. They will look at, amen, all kinds of limitations, Including the ones that they enforce on you. They say you are not able. You don't have what it takes. That is fine. But the Bible says at the end, the vision will speak. <laughs> you know, if only people can just be persuaded by, you know, being connected to the spirit. That's why I say people who are not connected to the spirit are the most dangerous people. Because when you're connected to the spirit, you can see. You can see things before they ash. You can see things before they happen. All right. When I look at people who have prospects, when I look at people, I can see what they're going to become in the future. I don't look at people's environment. I don't look at what people wear. I don't look at you know, their, their present condition. No. I look into their life. When I look into your life, I know what you're going to become. And that's what I want to tag with. That's what I want to connect with. That's what I want to relate with. 
Because whatever you become tomorrow that changes your status, that changes your attire, that changes your look, you know, that's, that's immaterial. You want to know people? Know them by the position, by their you know, spiritual you know, connection, by their amen, spiritual identity. Everybody has got a spiritual identity. But people who have no spiritual you know, sense, who are not spiritual, cannot see. Therefore, they, they limit you, they reduce you to, yeah, to, you know, to their life, to their environment. They limit you to their, you know, culture, to their, you know, uh, to, to their own perspective. And when you live in such an environment, you don't want to begin to now prove. No, just live your life. Just continue to do what the Lord will have you do. Heaven will prove them wrong at the due time. That's my own story. Even when you tell people... I've done this before. I've done that before. I can do this. They're like, no, 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 no. From what we see, no, we don't believe you. Like I said, even people that are very close to you, they start believing you when they begin to see results. When they begin to see results around you. See, but that is a point, a period that is almost getting too late. I don't want you to believe in me where there are every evidence around me that I can do something. All right, that I can become something. I want you to believe in me when I have nothing, when I have no sense of producing that thing. That's when I want you to believe in me. That's when that's why most marriages fail. Because when the man is struggling, amen, the wife is like, no, no, no. You, you're forever sleeping. You are forever. You look at look at all your friends. Look at what they've done. See what that person is doing. Now, the, the guy is under pressure. The man is under pressure trying to prove a point. No. And suddenly, one day, he, he, he hits it hard. He hits it big. Oh, suddenly. And then, <laughs> then the wife said, honey, you know, you think the man, if, if, if that man is not a godly man, in fact, he will be finding a way to divorce her. Because uh, you, you, you don't believe in people, amen, when... They've made it. You believe in them. Amen. That's, that's a principle of God I'm sharing with us. The Bible says, while, while we were yet in sin, while we are deep in sin, the Lord believed in us. You see, that scripture always, always, always trigger something in me. We were still deep in sin. That's why I don't look at people, amen, and, and define them by their condition. While we were still in sin, he came down and died. If you look at most marriages that have worked, that have become the best of partners, best of friends, check their beginning. They the, 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 the believe both in themselves, particularly, particularly. Let's not, let me not try to, you know, uh, sweet coat it. Particularly, the woman must believe, you see. It's the, it's the ministry of the woman to believe in the man. If you don't believe in the man, the marriage is not going to work. Don't say, I'll, I'll wait until I see. Ah, then, then you do not understand what relationship is. Because as it is in marriage, so it is in the church. And so it is in every business. Marriage is a template to relationship, 
to successful relationship or to failure. <clears throat> Don't believe in me when suddenly, you know, you see that I have the capacity. Believe in me when it seems as if I don't have the capacity. That is why God gave the woman to Adam. She was to help to meet something. She was to help to meet something. In every relationship, you've got to know who is the man and who is the woman. Amen? Yes. And I'm talking about generally now, even in business. You have to know who is playing the role of the wife and who is playing the role of the husband. See, I, was, I, I like to look, you see, people think I've, I, you know, I just start teaching about marriage. No, I've been teaching about marriage since I was in Bible school. Before I got married, I mean, I've been teaching on marriage because I saw marriage as a blueprint to a successful church. When we fail, when we fail in marriage, we are failing life. They fell in life. So we must understand everything we need is around us. But when we are not well groomed, when we are not truly built up, when we are not amen, trained, when our vision, our sight has not been calibrated, son of man, what do you see? <clears throat> you see, vision is not just about, I want to become the next president. I want to become, you know, I want to have the biggest, you know, a uh, 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 food chain, you know, industry. I want to, you know, that is a desire. And it's good. It's good to have a good desire. But that's not vision. Vision is God, God's tailor-made, amen, program for your life. <laughs> you see, when you achieve, when you are achieving, amen, God's that one thing, one thing God planned for your life. When you when you know that thing and you are following it to achieve it, guess what? Other doors will open. People tomorrow can come and say, ah, "Why don't you join us? We want to open X Y Z, or we want to do this, or we think we can actually use your platform to do X Y Z." And you feel it's okay, go ahead, but you're not distracted. <clears throat> Some people have not even begin the plan, the purposes of God for their life. That's why, you know, everything is working, you know, anti-clockwise. Because the resource that heaven has given to you only answer to what they have called you to fulfill. Listen to this. If Before I came to South Africa, a friend of mine wanted me to come to United Kingdom. And he said to me, if you come to UK, guess what? You, via, you can then come to South Africa and do whatever God wants you to do. I mean, that sounds good. That sounds wonderful. Come to United Kingdom. I mean, they're better prospect in United Kingdom. They need the United Kingdom. But I said to him, I said, but God sent me to South Africa. <laughs> he wants to help me. But I said, but God sent me to South Africa, not to, not to London. God didn't send me to United Kingdom. He said, go to South Africa. I heard a voice that said, come over to South Africa. We need engineers there. So why would I be going to United Kingdom? Just because uh, uh, I'm thinking of money. I'm thinking of, you know, uh, open doors. Open door, amen, is where the Lord has sent you. Your resource waits for you where you are being sent where you have been sent is where you find rest for your soul. Not, you know, the next trendy, you know, 
or the next opportunity, listen to this, opportunity must be connected amen, to the grand plan and purposes of God for your life. You don't be looking for opportunity when the Lord, where the Lord has not lead, led you, where the Lord has not directed you. What opportunity are you looking for there? <laughs> you see, from here, from South Africa, I've got people following me from United Kingdom. I've got people following me from different parts of the world. From just me being where God will have me be here in South Africa. Challenging, difficult, yes. Painful, yes. But this is where the Lord sent me. And from here, from what we are doing, from this little work we are doing, we are reaching nations. That is wisdom. Wisdom is not you getting a brainwave because you, you saw something. You, you, no, 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 no. It's when the spirit of the Lord leads you. Where the Lord leads you, he graces you. Where the Lord leads you, amen, he resources you. <clears throat> he resources you. No matter how difficult, no matter how painful, no matter how disappointing your situation may look. But if that's where the Lord has sent you and has led you, you find rest for your soul there. You must learn to say to yourself, this is my place of rest. I will find, yes, rest in this place. This is my robot. Sister uh, Tina, I saw few days ago, she posted something on Rehoboth. This is my Rehoboth. In this place, I will prosper. When they took the first well, you dug the first well, they took it. That's what happens. When the Lord sends you to a place, it doesn't mean that everything suddenly begins to work out, you know, good. No. The first, the first, amen, uh, 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 12 years of my life in this country was hell. What are you doing here? But the Lord sent me. Because you're dealing with people who cannot see. Who cannot understand. God sent you to a place that the people are not even, you know, it's like they don't even want you. But God sent you. So you have to develop what I call the inner sight to live life, amen, in a world where there are blindness all around you. You have to develop the inner sight. You see, vision is the inner sight that drives, amen, your activity and your motivation. Vision is that inner sight. It, it drives. It's not your physical sight. If you live via your physical sight, you pack your baggage, your little things. You will go back to wherever you. <laughs> we live by the motivation of vision. Vision, the progressive order, and the arrangement of heaven's intention for our life. It is, it is a powerful prophetic tool in the development of the right sight 
the right template, the right attitude, the right competence, the right capacity, the right, the right sense of knowledge. Knowledge, yeah, I bracket it understanding. Knowledge is not just awareness. It's also to understand what you are aware of. There are a lot of people that are aware of things, but they do not have a man insight into what they've seen. You can see things and not understand the meaning. Therefore, your interpretation is wrong. You can look at things. You can read a news, amen, and you come to a wrong conclusion without understanding, amen, the back-end agenda of the news. Those, amen, who are in the business of news, amen, they have an agenda. They have a narrative that they are promoting. If you don't understand that agenda, like now, there's a, there's a, there's a news, you know, uh, uh, you know, all over South Africa about, you know, uh, uh, the former president. All right? Is he going back to jail? All right? <laughs> because, you know, uh, uh, he, was, he was given... A, you know, a, a, a parole, whatever they call it, you know, uh, 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 out of out of order. It, they didn't follow the due process and all of that and all of that. And so, you see, they're steering all kinds of agenda. Thank God this is December because that would have been another issue now. December, to, to certain degree, has diverted the, you know, the attention of people who want to enjoy themselves. This is December. In fact, I heard one, one of the uh, politicians says, you know, uh, uh, Musholoshi, that's what they call him. Musholoshi must just, they must just allow him to stay in his house and enjoy his Christmas. You know, who wants to go start fighting in Christmas? This is Christmas. Please leave us alone. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just looking, you know, and I'm trying to read. Be, you see, there's an agenda. Every news house, every news, you know, outlet there, there's an agenda. In most cases, you see, many of the news outlets are bought. There are, there are moogles behind these news houses. You know, news is a big business because news shifts the way society see things, the way they hear things. They, I mean, they, they define how they want you to, you know, to arrive, to conclude on certain matter. So I, when I watch news, I don't just watch news. <laughs> uh, I try to read behind what they are not saying. I try to read behind what, amen, yes, they are not saying, or else you'll be confused. Or else, amen, you will be confused. They want to confuse you. They want to lead you astray. So we've got to develop insight, even in knowledge, all right? People who write books, there's an agenda. There's something they, they, they want you to know. They want you to understand. That's why they write it. So if you have a wrong agenda and you're, you're putting out materials out there, amen. Yes, you are, you, are, you are deliberately, amen, shifting the minds of the people. You are basically, there's a way you can recolonize people. You understand? Yes. Those who are in the business of writing books, there's something they're trying to do. Now people have shifted from book, amen, to what? To videos. That's why today, amen. Places like you know, uh, uh, your 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 YouTube of this world, amen, are some of the great influencers of, of of society, because that's where people get to go to get narratives, and that's why as kingdom people, 
We must be out there understanding this principle and pushing the values of God. Or else, you will he- your children will hear the, the, the wrong thing, watch the wrong thing, and conclude on the wrong thing. They will conclude on the wrong thing. So it's not enough to see things unfold you and say, well, it's fine. No, 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 it's not fine. You've got to counter it. with a, There's a battle between truth and error. There's a battle between amen, what is true and what is a lie. What is true and what is deceptive. What is true amen, and what is just amen, an idea of somebody. You've got to know. If you don't know, you're, you're deceived. So vision is very important. Vision gives you clarity because that vision, amen, is sourced from a knowledge that is of God. God has, amen, you know, an agenda, program, an objective, amen, of how humanity must come to an end. And so does the devil. And we've got to know this. The right vision will give us the right sense of knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Particularly in a world that is forever being disrupted and shifted by every wind of change, every wind of trend, every wind of philosophy and ideologies. You must know what the Lord is saying. Then I'm going to round up with, you know, you know, this scripture we've been looking at in Exodus Exodus 32. The scripture said, when the people saw that, amen, Moses, amen, lingered on the mountain. He wasn't forthcoming. The Bible says they went to Aaron and they say, you Aaron, make us a God that will lead us forward. Make us a God. The world we live in today are is a world where people are fashioning all kinds of God that will lead them forward. We have, amen, one God, the God of the heaven and the earth, the creator of all things, the Elohim himself, the Elion, is the one that is leading us forward. And in his leadership, amen, in his leading, he has place people, he has placed system, he has placed strategy, plans, amen, on how we must move forward in his leadership. He's the one leading us. And as you search and look at scripture, you're going to find patterns and templates of, amen, the, the, the kind of leadership that God wants us to follow. One of the kind of leadership that the Lord, amen, is highlighting here is that leaders must be people of the mountain. Leaders must be people of the mountain. What do we mean by that? Mountain dwellers, mountain leaders are close to the heart of God. They lead via amen, their intimacy, their relationship, their proximity with God. They are not leading by their head. They will have to climb the mountain. Jesus, amen, every every morning, every morning will go and climb the mountain to do what? To hear. I'm not talking about a physical mountain now. Nobody's looking for some physical mountain. The mountain has become, amen, a spiritual 
place, a spiritual height. To come to the place of intimacy, a place of relationship, a place of devotion, you have to climb the mountain. It's a sacrifice. You know that you are going to burn energy. You're going to you know, get tired when you start climbing. But for what is said before you, the joy that is said before you will allow you to continue. All right? You want to find God, you have to find him on the mountain. Whenever you find God in the valley, it's because he's resolving a problem. But if you want to hear, you want to know God, you want to understand his way, you want to flow in the direction and, and in the instructions of his spirit, you will have to leave your valley and go up. They say, come up higher and I will show you. The mountain place is a place of revelation. So Moses climbed up the mountain, amen, to go hear, to go see, to go understand the intentions of his father. He has brought the people out. Now he has to take the people through and then bring the people in. Did you see? Three qualities that you need in leadership. It's not enough to just bring the people out. You need a kind of Leadership capacity, competence, grace to bring people out of something. And you know that's very difficult. It's difficult to change people, to change their location. A lot of people are going to be making all kinds of New Year resolution. I mean, this is the time they start. <laughs> as, if, as if they're going to keep the resolution. It's easy to say, well, in 2022, these are the things I'm going to be, I'm going to start doing. These are the things I'm not going to do again. You lie to yourself because you know that you don't even have amen, the willpower to do, to do that. It's going to take amen, a vision. It's going to take you being overwhelmed by a higher voice. You have to be persuaded. You can't wake up and say, well, I'm not going to do this again. Even people who have that willpower, at some point, they break it. Hallelujah. So, we've got to understand where we are. What the Spirit of the Lord, amen, is saying to us. What the Spirit of the Lord, amen, is demanding of us. We've got to develop the right spiritual capacity. We've got to become a third day church, amen, building a prophetic, amen, you know, a, a, you know, grace, knowledge and wisdom that will push us, that will bring us to the place where we can begin to do things the way the Lord, amen, ordained it. So we've got to be mountain dwellers. Mountain is a place where you see things the way God will have you see it. It's from the mountain that you hear, that you know. When Jesus climbed the mountain, he always heard the voice of his father. And then he comes down to execute. When he climbed the mountain, amen, not only did God appear to him, the Bible said that Moses, uh, uh, Moses and Elijah appeared to him to, to speak to him about his departure. About his departure out of the earth. Are you getting the point? The mountain place is a place where we receive strategy. So when we say we're building, amen, the mountain of the house of the Lord. We're saying we want to come to a place where we can see things with full understanding, with full clarity, amen. And therefore, amen, execute them. Particularly when you fight from a position that is elevated, amen. You win quick and fast. 
If you have an upper hand, amen, of an elevated place in, the, in, in war, there's every tendency that you will win if you know how to utilize, amen, your strategy. But the people said, Moses was delaying. In their mind, he's delaying. We don't know what has happened. We don't, we don't know what to make of this fellow who brought us out, but has abandoned us at the foot of this mountain called Mount Sinai. <laughs> Aaron, come here. We know you've got a gift of making gods. <laughs> make us gods to lead us. Make us gods, amen, to lead us. Men are fashioning God. And they are using a priesthood. People who have lost their sense of spiritual leadership and direction. They are using all kinds of, <coughs> excuse me, grace. They are perverting the, way, the ways of God. And that's what we're seeing today in the church. Turning the things of God to suit their own agenda. They are fashioning all kinds of things. All kinds of ideas are being fashioned in the name of God. These are things that we have to be careful of. They say, Aaron, make us God that will lead us. Aaron answered them, Take off the gold earrings that, you, that your wives, your sons, and your daughters are wearing and bring them to me. So all the people took off their earrings and brought them to Aaron. He took what they had handed to him and made into an idol, a cast in the shape of a calf. See, this thing was in the mind of Aaron. This thing was in the mind of Aaron. He shaped what Egypt, amen, has infused him. Aaron grew up in Egypt. He has seen the calf image. Maybe he has seen the way they worship this thing. And maybe to a certain degree, he's seen that, that those who worship this thing, amen, they, they get some voice, they get some direction, and maybe they even prosper. So because Aaron, amen, was parroting, following the Lord, when, amen, issue came to the boiling point, he only produced what he had received. He said, bring, bring your gold. Aaron, you mean this is all you can, you can reduce the things of God to? You mean this is what you can reduce your priesthood to? This is what you can reduce, amen, your interaction as a Jew. He made a calf for them. The people never say made us a calf. They say made, make us gods. All right, so... He fashioned one for them. He gave them bow. He gave them bow. He fashioned, amen, the God of Mammon for them. Bible says he fashioned it into a calf. Fashioned it, fashioning it with tool, with a tool. Then he said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you out of Egypt. Was that true? Is that true? That's a lie. 
When Aaron saw this, he built an altar in front of the calf, amen, and announced tomorrow there will be a festival to the Lord. How can there be a festival to the Lord when you have built a calf, amen, fashioned in the image of another God? You just see the mixture here. Every time we look at this thing, this thing just keep growing, you know, this concept just keep growing. They want to go forward, but they want to go forward, amen, on their own terms. This is the point I want to make before I close. They want to go forward, amen. They want to be led, but they want to be led by those that they have chosen for themselves. The Bible says in the last day, yes, men will develop itching ears and they will gather around themselves, amen, leaders that will tell them what they want to hear, not what God is saying. As we move towards 2022 and the years ahead, we have to be careful that we are not, we are not fashioning God, that we are not going to places run by the type of the errands of this world. They are still connected, amen, to the people of God. They, they are connected to Moses. Yes, they have relationship with Moses. You see them around, amen, the house of God, but they are strangers. They are wolves in sheep clothing. They've been captured by a wrong spirit. And this is one of the reasons God discarded the Aaronic priesthood. Because that thing was weak. It could not bring the people, the Bible says, amen, into the finish, into maturity. It could not. God discarded it and he went for a different order of priesthood. You've got to understand what the Lord is saying and how we must respond so that, amen, we don't allow the voice of the people and the, the, the pressure of the time to force us into a compromising position. Well, I'm going to stop here this morning. Like I said, every time we just open the scripture, there's a bigger thing. There's, there's, there's more truth coming out. But these are powerful amen, principle that we must allow the spirit of God amen, to, 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 to relish in our spirit, to, to develop, to grow, to saturate our spirit with. We must be persuaded about this truth. Don't be too much in a hurry that you miss the mark, that you leave the path. Don't let the straight derail. Keep vision alive. Keep your mind alive. Keep your heart alive. And see what God will do. Once again, thank you so much, everyone, this morning for being part of this uh, broadcast. Thank you, Sister Kumisa. Thank you, uh, um, Sister Priscilla. Appreciate it. Like I said, this is a new platform that we are just using. I'm just still test running it and see how uh, um, it works. It's called uh, uh, Real Stream. It's called Real Stream. So uh, we believe God for great things through this platform. I want to thank everybody that has been a blessing to us in this period, in this season, through this year. I'm so, so grateful that God has used you to to raise our hands, to continue to propagate the gospel of the kingdom. Like I said, this was done through a gift. I wanted to use the gift for something else. And the Lord said, no, you've been believing 
me for money to do this, well, this is it. So just go ahead and do it. So at least this will give us an opportunity to, to broadcast, you know, simultaneously on Facebook and, of course, on YouTube and uh, on Twitter, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. But we are also uh, believing God to step into uh, the space of uh, uh, Telegram. We, we want to make our presence known this year on Telegram. So I'll, I will be informing you regarding that. We want to do that, right? Uh, yes, going to be doing that. We want to use the Telegram space because we believe it's just the right thing to do. So thank you so much. There's something else I wanted to say, but just keep my mind now. But I really appreciate everyone. Thank you. God bless you. Those that have been contributing, helping us in one way or the other, really, really appreciate you. Please don't stop. Don't stop supporting this work. Like, like, like you will see, this is a work that is solely dependent on, you know, people's well wishes, your, your good seed. All right. So please continue to support, continue to be a blessing to us. We, we really appreciate that even next year as the Lord will increase you. And I'm praying that the Lord will increase, amen, uh, uh, your income, your grace, your wisdom, your knowledge, so that you can also be a blessing, amen, increase your, your seed, amen, to our, you know, to our platform so we can do the things that we want to do and other things that, amen, needs to be done. So much, so many initiatives that we are believing God for, and we will indeed, by God's great grace, carry them out. Yes, uh, like I said to those that um, we was, I'm still gonna give us a kind of uh, uh, um, a general, you know, uh, um, official overview regarding this uh, concept of uh, training uh, the Potter's Gate mentorship class. Though many of the things that I've been talking about, yes, is speaking into that, but I'm still going to, you know, uh, kind of give us a direction. But uh, we, we hope that by end of the year, before the end of the year, we'll have a clearer direction and what we are going to be doing in relating to that. One of the reasons why um, I, I, I have opted for this platform is to be able to also bring other voices, you know, so we can partner with other people, you know, with this platform. We can have, you know, other leaders, other people join us and also, you know, give an input into what we are doing or into what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. So this this is telling us that our ministry is also taking a, 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 a new shape, a new look. And of course, we want to begin to open this work to other grace and giftings. We believe that we've been able to lay some foundation that we cannot <clears throat> have, you know, people coming to say contrary things right we've developed a solid spiritual doctrinal base so we can then use that now to begin to build and see how we can uh, invite other people all right because um, by now they know what we stand for what we what we're doing and what we want to achieve all right so the vision is very clear our vision amen is very 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 clear amen we, we we're seeking to build amen we're seeking to establish the house of the Lord, according to Isaiah chapter 2, amen, verse 2. Yes, we, we, we are promoting, amen, the, 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 the gospel of Christ, amen, and his kingdom. Yes, we're promoting biblical truth, amen, biblical truth about Christ and his kingdom. So these are things that we stand for, and we believe that as many out there who, who, who share the same vision with us, all right, we'll be able to partner with them. 
So once again, thank you so much, everybody. I really appreciate this time. We, we, we praise God for his love, for his kindness, for his goodness, and for his mercy. Thank you so very much. We'll see you again, hopefully, tomorrow as the Lord will direct us, or maybe, maybe later today, if the Lord will you know, permit. All right. Thank you so very much. God bless you. Thank you. Bless you, everyone. Bye-bye.